would you mind drawing up for this pirate? Sure. Pirate friend. Ooh. <laughs> um, so I drew the witch, a sharp tongue, a cruel sense of humor, a bottomless bag of tricks, or a tight-knit coven, a negotiated power beholden only to you and yours. Okay. Well, <laughs> we know which one we're going for with that because they're pirates. <laughs> um... <laughs> And the siren, a strangled scream, a klaxon wailing in the fog, a message scrawled in blood, or a warning unheeded, jagged stones mistaken for safe harbor. Oh, okay. I mean, is it? You know, they're they're pirates, so beholden only to you and yours, and a tight-knit coven, and mm -hmm. negotiated power, all work very well for pirates. Mm -hmm. um, and I think, I kind of like the idea of this person not being the captain, necessarily. Mm -hmm. Um, because I, I also don't know that that's how pirates work in this world. Like, I don't know that pirates have a captain here. The whole idea of coven implies a certain sort of equality within a group. Yeah. But, you know, I think I'm going to run with a warning unheeded. Jagged stones mistaken for safe harbor. I think they're young. I think they're, like, not a kid, but, like, you know, not at an age where they're making good choices, necessarily. Mm -hmm. And I think they assumed that... All of the stories that they had heard from people about this, like, weird prison village thing weren't true. And so they led a group in. And they got in fine, but it's much harder to get out of a prison than it is to get into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and we need a name. We do need a name. We need a pirate name. Oh my god. The name for sleeper sharks is Somnioside. Oh, that's so good. Somnioside. That's a really pretty name. <laughs> Somniosis microcephalus is the name for it, but Somnioside is the broader category, I think. That's really good. Yeah, I'm leaving it to you to come up with pirate <laughs> names because I don't know anything about taxonomy. I'm just grabbing these from Wikipedia. I'm gonna be real. It's fine. <laughs> so yeah, I, I just I just played, so if you want to take a move, you can. Oh wait, no, this was this was a re reaction to you, never mind. Yeah. Um so I can go. I, I think that um, Somnios a day leads us to a safe spot. Um, it's probably like a pirate bar or something. Um, <laughs> and I sort of explain what happened with the ship and <laughs> loot that we had. Um, and I explain that like it crashed not far from here. Um, and we could actually maybe maybe I'm talking more about the flood that I am about the shipwrecked sailor. I think I am talking more about the outpour of riches, which is that like. I, I think it, it takes a minute for me to come back from being blindsided by Victorious and sort of their fate. Um, but I'm like, okay, right, this is what I'm actually here for. Like, I, in like Somniosa days, ask, asking, like, why the hell did you come here? And the reason is because of the ship and because of, like, the ship's a lost cause. I'm not, not going to try and get that back, but the, um, the stuff on board was still good. That's my turn. Um, nice. We can we can go from from here into another event, or you can play another card. Or I mean, it feels like this is something that Vindication is kind of separated from. I don't think she's really a part of. I mean, I think she's sort of like watching with some concern how this is playing out. Both because these people are young enough that she'd be concerned about it and concerned about them being dumbasses. <laughs> um, but also that I think she's just kind of. She was really kind of shaken by the whole thing of, like, the failed students kind of mm. thing. Or or not necessarily their failing, but her failing in teaching them what she wanted them to be taught. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't think she's really she's not participating in this conversation. Um, and I don't really know if that's something we just sort of say or if that's a card to play. Hmm. My sort of rule of thumb is whenever you can play a card, you should play a card. Whether that's reflecting or engaging, um, I don't have a preference, but you can you can draw a card to figure out, like, to sort of untangle your feelings about it a bit, or you can you can play a card to, like, portray to, like, the other characters that you're sort of disengaged from the conversation. Yeah. Is it okay to play a card potentially to say, like, where Vindication wants to get on this thing? Like, what she wants to believe, but not necessarily what she does believe? Yeah, that's cool. Okay, then I think I'm going to play Rat King. The whole idea of, you know, abandoning a sinking ship, but also deadlines missed, is very much representative of how I think she feels about, like, these kind of dumb children. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know, it just, I, I'm having trouble phrasing it, but it just feels very sort of, it feels like it's representative of not necessarily what she actively thinks but what her actions end up leading to. Does that make mm. sense? So is this like her like leaving or I think it's sort of her making up her mind not to be struck by this again. So it's sort of like taking a moment to sort of normalize all of this. Yeah. And you know, a moment might be a longer moment than she would like, but yeah. So does this go into the arbiter pile? No, I think this is, like, a thing that you're playing. Um, okay. That, so that does goes... it just stay out? Yeah, it stays out. Okay. Um, I kind of want to move into a conversation. Okay. So at the end of an event, we can check in to review, re- revisit, or revise. I'm I'm cool with where we're going. I think it's neat. Yeah. I'm happy with it. Cool. So next is takeaways. After check-in, ask each player, what is your takeaway from this scene? Take a card from the event or draw a card from the deck to describe it. This card goes into your hand. Hmm. So can we draw to find this? Mm-hmm. Okay. I think that's what I'm going to do if that's all right. Yeah. Shadow thorns. Shadowbound spirits whose blank eyes blink and sharp mouths chatter. Oh, fuck. Um, <laughs> or impish creatures in the dark with curling hooks that trap and tear. I mean, it's gotta be shadowbound spirits, right? Hmm. Like, oh fuck, that's okay. Can I can I say a cursed thing? Yes, it yes. What if the 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 prison guards, because they're part of a hive mind, are just constantly verbalizing whatever, like whatever oh, the so other members of the hive mind are thinking about? Because I think they they would have like some independent thought, not much, mm-hmm. but it becomes blurred because every time one of them thinks something, everyone around them repeats it. That's gnarly. Cool. That goes into your hand. Yeah. Shit. Okay. Um, I think I'm going to take Moon. Things are different here than, than they were when I was last, and I need to change with it. I need to do that more quickly and more fluidly. So that's the thing that I'm going to try and, and, and take forward. Then ask for the Arbiter's deck, what haven't we seen the last of? Take a card from the event thread, or draw a card from the deck to describe it. This card goes into the Arbiter's deck. I would like to petition for Flood. I was about to say the same thing. Cool. Cool beans. Awesome. So we'll flip that, and then attempt to shuffle it, kind of. Um, ish. Kind of ish. I really want to play this game, like, in real life with physical <laughs> cards. 
It's good. Um, all right, so the rest of these get retired, and the event, a vision, a sabotage, are not used again. So we just stick them in a corner somewhere? Yep, these just go right back in that slot. Oh, okay. So they just go back face up in here? Exactly. Okay. And we go to a conversation, um, which has my desire on it. So I'm going to put that up here in desire, and take these two cards, and explain a little bit what happens when desire comes up. When you queue an event that has a desire card on it, that desire enters the spotlight and is the focus of the scene. Once a desire card has been spotlit, it becomes available for its player to earn. Place the desire card at the top of the board. Someone else describes the obstacle between the player and the des their desire. You can only earn your own desire card. For example, um, my desire card, Black Book, is on the conversation event. When I queue a conversation, another player flips that, that event's two cards, Spinster and Princess, and crosses them, describing, After a long day with her people, you find the princess in a secluded nook, the Black Book in her lap. How do you talk her into giving you the book? When the player can convince the table they've earned their desire, they take the card into their hand. If not, the desire card stays at the top of the board until the player earns it. It is not cleared. So would you mind describing this event? Um, so am I describing it uh, using the cards here, or just... Yes. Okay, so I flip them. <laughs> so, Behemoth and Phoenix Wine. <laughs> that sounds ominous. Phoenix Wine. A single fiery feather poisons the supply and turns the sea to glass. Or, Alchemist's Fire and a Crystal Decanter, a wrath portioned and contained. And, Behemoth. A herd of giants, bounty to wolves, blight to flora. Or, an unstoppable monster paused only by heroism. And so I'm describing the obstacle between you and your desire, right? Mm -hmm. So can you give me a description of your desire again? Yeah. Uh, so my desire card is Trickster, quick and clever, bane of the greedy, enemy of those in power. I want to move unchallenged, is the long and short of it. Okay. I mean, I think the big thing is, to move unchallenged, you have to... You have to first be the challenge, and you have to first challenge whatever else is moving in your place. I think there was an artifact placed here at some point, um, when the prison guards came in and started doing their prison guardy things. And I think there's an artifact somewhere um, that is controlling that. And I think hmm. to rule unchallenged would be impossible without dismantling this challenge as it were i hope that works um yeah yeah that tracks um i feel like it feels a little basic but sort of a, a generic macguffin but um <laughs> we can work with it yeah that's not a bad thing um okay so either we take control or we destroy those are the two sort of options vis-a-vis -vis the guard faction i think that i am yeah here we go I have seen what this did to my friend, and I am not interested in the wrath portioned and contained. Um, I think mm. that this should be destroyed from the core out. Um, the right hand of Solomon Ash, a spidering stress fracture, a, a tectonic slip in composure, a volcanic eruption. So I'm asking, I'm asking um, Sonia today, what are their weak points? What is the the chip in the armor that I can, I can crack into? And is this the conversation or the ultimatum? Um. I think this was I think this was a conversation. I'm not like I'm not holding anything. <laughs> I don't have the position to call for an ultimatum, but I want to put together a plan. Okay. That makes sense. I'm wondering how I follow from there because 
Well, here, huh. I can ask you then. Like, yeah. you you can see better than I can, um, and you can ask the snow yeah. um, all these different questions. Do you Have you seen what some Neosidae can't? I think so. I think not necessarily what they can't, but what they choose to ignore. Hmm. I think I'm going to use stone soup. Hmm. Where do I stick this? Um, anywhere, really. Okay. Um, and I think what it is, is using the under the veneer of impassive stone um, kind of thing. And I think, I think what Vindication is trying to get at is that despite this sort of appearance of impassable force and threat, I don't even think she needs to read the snow for this. I think this is something she knows from her time interacting with the sort of authority forces of this world, mm. is that they create horrifying appearance to distract and to force us to disregard what should be common knowledge. And I think she sort of... Because I think she spent a long time here. I think, you know, she knows this town well, um, or knew it well, at least. And she knows that despite the horrifying exterior and the sort of jarring nature of these hive-lined prison guard people, um, that they're disguising something very obvious hmm. and she knows that the authority here cannot help itself but be clever um and so <laughs> she knows that um the control mechanism for this is going to be somewhere very obvious and i think it's going to be in I, like what is essentially what is the stand-in for whatever a town hall in this world uh is mm -hmm. because they can't stand but feel clever mm -hmm. i hope that works that's really good yeah absolutely this is, yeah this is the one that says it best then we go and we break it <laughs> uh, like uh, <laughs> pound my, my shrimp fist on the on, on the table <laughs> um, creating a tiny little explosion that's hotter uh -huh. than the surface of the sun <laughs> um Bandit, like highwayman, robber baron, wealth taken by fear and force. Like we do this all the time to surface ships. We can do this this here, and we should. Never mind that I don't have a ship anymore. We can. <laughs> <laughs> you will after this is over. Absolutely. I mean, we need need a ship. We'll take a ship. Like, yeah, ships yeah. are plentiful. They're not as plentiful as corpses, apparently. Not, not quite. That sounded very edgy. <laughs> that did sound very edgy. I'm sorry. It's just like <laughs> okay. the first thing that happened in my brain. I'm 17. I'm allowed to be edgy. You are, yes. I've, <laughs> I have license to. <laughs> I think Vindication says that out loud, and, and the two pirates just sort of like look at her, like, really? <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> right? Like, she's a weird yeah. old witch lady. Of course she says mm. shit like that. Of course she does. Okay, I would love to cut from that directly to maybe stealing a ship? Yeah. What do you think? I think we gotta steal a ship. I think we do have to steal a ship. Um, is okay. this the same scene, or do you think, or is this a I would challenge? Like yeah, I would really like that to be a challenge, I think. Okay. Uh, quick check-in. I am feeling really good about this. Yeah, I'm having a really good time with this. Excellent. Let's pick uh, takeaways. I think I'm gonna take Phoenix Wine. I gotta get big and go loud. That's just who I am. Yeah, and I, I think I'm going to take Behemoth. Mm. You know, some things are undefeatable, but to fight a Behemoth, you've got to become a Behemoth. 
you know, all that, all that good shit. <laughs> all right, Pacific Rim. I keep saying weird, edgy shit. <laughs> I'm sorry. What haven't we seen the last of? Um, hmm. I like Stone Soup or, the, or Solomon Ash. Yeah, both of those are good. I will say I like Solomon Ash only because it works really well with both of our sort of end conditions. That's true, yeah. Cool. Flip that. Stick that in here. And then these two cards are retired. Um, and we go to a challenge. Da da da! Oh, is the trickster retired as well? Uh, no, the trickster stays here until I earn it. Oh, okay. Where do, if we end up doing a revelation or a cataclysm, does that get pulled up as well? Yeah, they'll just sort of go to okay. either side. Just wanted to make sure. Yeah, it's a not exclusive desire zone. Um, ooh, good. So for the challenge, oh, we have Spitfire, Hot-Headed, Flighty, a Braggart, and a Gambler, or Pluck and Moxie, Ace Pilot, Tamer of Beasts, and Holy Strictures, Warnings in Fable, Lessons in Parable, History in Folklore, or laws as esoteric as they are absolute. Hmm. <laughs> I I have an idea. Um, <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> if I can't hello, you can't uwu. That's the fucking rule. Fine, a hello for an uwu. Or even. <laughs> um I think that um Osadak says, okay, I know of a ship that we can use. It's, it's the it's a it's a big beauty. It's um hot boy. It's a what does it call it? Um, I think I think th- it it calls it the diver. Hmm. Maybe that's good. And Somni yesterday is like that's man that was a joke when you told me that last time. Like listen, there isn't a diver. It doesn't exist. And and Osadex is like no, it's it's real. It's out there. Um, and I don't know if, if we're still doing like biomechanical stuff or if we're more just straight up mechanical what is what is your feeling on that uh i mean i think the lines can be pretty blurry at this point right okay yeah i think it just depends on it's a case-by-case thing i think yeah well i think that the diver lives in the trench further down than even us and um it's stationed there and we can if we go down and we we manage to wrangle it uh Pluck and Moxie, Ace Pilot, Tamer of Beasts. If we prove to it that uh, we are worthy to pilot it, then we will not be matched by anything that the guards have. That's good. What do you think the scale of these things is like? Like, how big are you thinking about these ships being? Um, I feel like in comparison to us, it's fairly big. Big. I always, I've, I'm always sort of taken by submarines and how large they are and how cramped they are inside. Yeah. So I, well, hmm. I think that it is comparable to a human ship. Like the Kraken was definitely Kraken-sized, um, so it's probably like that. Okay. Good shit. And the diver, the diver is definitely just a big boy. Diver's a hunk. <laughs> hot boy. For sure. Hot boy. It's a hot boy. Okay. So how do we how do we find this thing? How do we find this thing? Do we want to draw for it? Sure. Because drawing for things is always fun. It is fun. Angel. Ancient machinery abandoned in disrepair, or the Arbiter Divine, a single-minded holy force. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, ancient machinery abandoned in disrepair is just what this is. Mm-hmm. 
So we like all like swim down to the bottom of the of the trench, and it's like you you definitely find it first. I feel like. Um, I mean, what if we? Sorry. No, go ahead. What if we work in the ancient machinery? What if we find like a little tracking beacon or something? Yeah. For it. Just to sort of work in the card a little bit more directly. I love. Okay, I have an image that I kind of really like. Which is, what if we are diving down into these canyons and these ruins, and we're looking we're looking for the shape of a ship that we would recognize, and you have this beacon that you're following, and <laughs> at a point, and maybe maybe I'll play a card to support this, but um, yeah, yep, mm-hmm, I do in fact have a card to support that. Good for me. Oof. Um, after a point. I think Osidax is traveling through the sort of architectural structure of the of the canyon and looks around and recognizes it as just like like a, a large version of a component on its old ship like a big and ass docking bay or something like that no it's like a it's like the pilot's chair oh shit <gasps> it's like oh shit oh we were in it this is the diver We've been in it for the past hour. (laughs) Good. That's so good. That's incredibly good. Thank you, (laughs) Sasha, for my life. (laughs) All right, I'm going to put this answer in here. How big is the deck? Oh, like the actual, like, physical deck? Like, this physical deck? No, like, how many cards? Uh, It is at 104, I think, at this point. Jeez. That is not counting the science fiction deck or the noir deck, so. Oh my god, there's a science fiction deck. This is a very good game. (laughs) This is a very good game. Okay, so can I play a card to add something? Yes. Mm -hmm. I'm going to play Behemoth. Good. I know I just got it, but... Two great tastes that taste great together. (laughs) Behemoth and Leviathan. (laughs) I think we find a corpse. I think we find, like, a giant fucking corpse. Just, like, on a scale that we can't even comprehend and it's been rotted away and it's it's been sort of eaten away and it's very corpsey um you know as corpses do when they're underwater as you uh, do as you do um, I mean, i've been naming all these characters after whale falls like yeah i'm here i'm here it's very good but i think we've been wandering this sort of like hallways on a scale we can't even really comprehend and we come across in what I think used to be a bedroom, like living quarters, mm-hmm. um, just this massive skeleton. The way I'm imagining it is almost like, I don't know how else to describe it, but like a mermaid cyclops. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like, both in scale and physiology. I think that's what we find. I think we find like this, just to truly get a scale for this thing, we find this corpse and i don't know what we do with it necessarily i don't know if we do anything with it but Mm -hmm. it's here and you know who knows what else might be here in the depths of the ship that fucking rules oh oh wait oh wait Mm -hmm. i don't think we find it in living quarters can i can i retcon absolutely i think we find it because you know we were talking about the ship being fucking huge Mm-hmm. I think we find it in a portion of the ship that sits above the town. Ooh. And this has been the source of part of the snow. Yes, absolutely. 100%. <laughs> I 
<laughs> yes. Good yep. shit. Good fucking shit. Um, okay. Thank you for appreciating my creative mind. <laughs> so good. <laughs> okay. I am looking from place to place, and because I can recognize, even if I can't, but like maybe I am too small to actually operate, I can recognize the components of the ship. They're sort of similar to the ones on my old one. I am trying to see if I can't kickstart this back into being. Um, I'm playing uh, Phoenix Wine. A single fiery feather poisons the supply and turns the sea to glass. I I, I want to see if I can't kickstart this back into living. Am I allowed to draw to see if this works, or is that something we decide? No, yeah, that's a that's a great way to an- to answer that question. Okay, healing word, <laughs> a <laughs> chapbook of poetry, a shared language, unification through culture, or a hierarchy of knowledge in an ivory tower. I mean, I think it's got to be unification through culture, right? Mm. I mean, what if it's like, oh, oh, I had an idea. Mm-hmm. What if part of the like way of controlling this ship is almost like encoded in the DNA of the behemoth? Yes. And so we have to like manipulate the snow in some way. Yes. I don't know exactly how that manifests, but that is some fucking sea witch shit. So so tell you tell me how you do that. I think what I do is I because we're little shrimp people. Mm-hmm. And, like, we were talking about how how we manipulate the snow is by, like, making these superheated bubbles. Um, You know, how shrimp do. I think what it comes down to is, like, gathering this group of, you know, pirate people and good, good friends. And, like, collectively sort of manipulating the... Oh, I know what it is. It's collectively trying to collect and manipulate the snow into something into almost a facsimile of what we think the behemoth would have looked like and i feel like that sounds dumb when i say it and like right thank you for this gift (laughs) that's so gross and so good (laughs) yeah now that i think about it it's pretty gross that is some necromancy shit. Like, we've already established that the snow is, like, all these tiny, tiny dead things. But I think we have to little- we have to make a little, like, necromancied, uh, thing. Yeah. Yeah, we do. Yeah. We gotta uh-huh. do some necromancy. You should play a card to support that, because that is huge. I mean, I think it's gotta be Shadow Thorns, right? Oh, it's gotta be. It's gotta be. Um, so, as a reminder- Shadow thorns, spirits whose blank eyes blink and sharp mouths chatter, or impish creatures in the dark with curling hooks that trap and tear. I think it's the second one for this, actually. I think it's when reanimated. It's not fully sort of sapient. It, it can't communicate in... Or it can communicate, I suppose, but, you know, it's like a little asshole cat. <laughs> um, yeah. But, like, necromancied and really fucking creepy looking. And I think it's almost like there's like a moment of struggle when it first sort of blinks awake, mm-hmm. almost, where it like kind of goes for the throat at us a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, And I think there's sort of a moment of strain and a moment of group terror as <sighs> we all kind of have to fight to get this thing under control, because as much as it's not, you know, fully under our control, we can manipulate it and... 
forbid that it do what we want it. Well, you can certainly. We, I, I think yeah. the rest of the crew, being your former students, um, can help. But yeah, yeah. I, I think were you not here, this would not happen. Yeah, that's fair. I'm weird old witchy person. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so we do some good, good, weird necromancy stuff. Hell, goddamn yeah. Um, <laughs> I think what I do is I'm pointing it at the town hall. I'm like... Pl- Are you I'm just going to pl- run this thing through it? Yeah, 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 um, yeah. Like a dragon through a church. <laughs> like a dragon through a church. <laughs> <laughs> Like the card I'm playing is Polaris, an immutable fact, an immovable object. Or rather, it's, you know, the North Star, a lighthouse words to live by, because I'm like, all right, you're here. This is where I want you to go. Like, we don't need to control it further than that. I just, I'm giving it a, a direction to run in. <laughs> like a dragon through a church. Dragon through a church. This is, is a that, very good game. I wonder if that'll drop before this is out. You should check out Beam Saber the Cinetuff on your podcatcher and see if that episode drops. And yeah. That, that reference will make sense. <laughs> or catch up on um on You Don't Meet It in in an in's Twitch archive. Anyway. Or the YouTube. I think or it's the on YouTube. YouTube. Oh, that's cool. I yeah. That. yeah, I'm pretty sure Austin puts up the archives. Um anyway. <laughs> you know what would be great right now? It's a fucking cataclysm. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Cool, 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 cool. Um, cool and good. Check in. I'm delighted by everything you've done this event. Just fantastic. Just <laughs> wonderful. I feel so appreciated. <laughs> I feel valid in this chilies. <laughs> um, I have I have nothing I want to change. How are you doing? I'm very good. I'm having a very good time with this. Excellent. We should pick takeaways then. I'm gonna take Spitfire, cause I well, hmm. No, I haven't. I haven't quite earned my desire. I don't think I'm close to it, but I don't, I'm not quite there yet. I'm gonna take Spitfire because I think that if things go out of control, I need to. to I, I need to be on the helm, even if I am not piloting it. You know. Yeah, that's good shit. I think I'm gonna take Phoenix Wine. I don't think Vindication had ever really done necromancy before. Um, <laughs> you know, I think it's pretty pretty heavy shit mm-hmm. um it's not something she had ever really had occasion to do <laughs> i mean who um, does who does who has occasion to do necromancy when you're Pro- when you're teaching kids how to read uh how, how to pilot by the stars when when do you fit that into your schedule yeah so i think you know she had a lot of book knowledge about this and like technical knowledge but never really anything practical and i think the phoenix wine sort of comes in and knowing how to do us do this and having that power sort of at hand i do have a question actually mm-hmm. um which is is it just the pilot of the diver or is it the entire diver that is headed to town i thought it was the entire ship uh, no i'm into that all right cool yeah. i just wanted to clarify i assume because because i had envisioned the pilot as being like this little kind of facsimile thing mm-hmm. the pilot um, is actually is probably actually ship sized um yeah no but yeah, Not yeah, big yeah. enough to run through a town hall. Uh, you took yours, I took mine. What haven't we seen the last of? I mean, I don't think we've seen the last of this pilot. That's true, yeah. You know, we had control of it for a little bit, but who knows what it might do. We've got three really good cards for that. Which of these do we like the best between Shadowthorns, Leviathan, and Behemoth? I was actually kind of thinking, as opposed to the three of those, I was actually thinking Holy Strictures. 
Really? Warnings okay. in Fable. Um, yeah, I, I like that. Maybe finding something that was once lost, or someone had attempted this before. Yes. And maybe it finds something out there, maybe it doesn't, but mm-hmm. it's going to be out there for someone to find someday. Cool. Uh, go ahead and put that in the Arbiter's deck. Put the rest of these in a challenge, and then we'll head to a Cataclysm. Good choices. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so, a revelation puts your desire up for grabs. Um, Yay! Which, would you mind reminding us what that is? So, my whole thing is that Vindication doesn't really know what she desires. The way she wants to get to her desire is sort of very confusing. She she desires sort of a... Um, well, hang on a the second. The freedom to... Hmm? Your desire was magic beans, right? Yeah, it was. This is your this is your plan. I'm yeah, gonna sorry. That out. That's no. why I was so confused. That was how I was gonna get to my desire. Not... Mm-hmm. Yeah, sorry. No, no problem. <laughs> Apologies. Yeah, that makes a lot more sense because I was using the cards as like a little reminder, and I was very confused. Mm-hmm. Um, Vindication's actual desire, um, when I'm not being a dumb baby. <laughs> Is magic beans a misdirection, a dream sold, gutting the golden goose, or within a seed waits a mighty beanstalk, a precious jewel, a strange headed child? And you know, I'm going for gutting the golden goose, as it were, mm-hmm. um, and sort of the idea of allowing herself to be vindictive and to take vindication on those who have wronged her. Mm-hmm in a way, um, and sort of the desire to be permitted, but also to permit herself fallacy. Mm, yeah. To, like, let herself be petty for a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Just, like, sometimes you just gotta be petty. And the two cards are Windfall, Beginner's Luck, An Old Habit, A New Scar, or a Fortune Lost, A Secret Uncovered, A Bullet Dodged, and Echo, Tongue Tripped with Stutters, Chest Full of Birds, Head Full of Fog, or a glance unseen, a shadow trailing, a desire unrequited. Can I just say, both of these cards are really pretty. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, when Windfall has a style test that I was trying out with, like, more figurative illustrations. It's really cute. I really like it. <laughs> Thanks. Sorry, I just I just think it's a really nice illustration. Okay, sorry. No problem. No, fucking, how dare you compliment me in my work, <laughs> Ray? <laughs> You um, monster! How dare I? <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Look, do this to me. Oh, thank you. I don't deserve this. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay, and that is a cataclysm. I think that I'm gonna put this. Oh, which one do I? I think it's this way, and then windfall crossing. So the diver rises from the depths. And, and it is fucking big. It's so big. It dwarfs the town. It's so, so fucking big. This is going to obliterate the town, not the town hall. Yeah. I think, I think that not only is the diver sort of gathering speed, but it's also gathering form. Um, I think that the pilot is still collecting in the snow. And... Uh, while the pilot is is doing their thing, the snow is also collecting in sort of echoes of that magic into other empty spaces in the ship and on old bones and even forming old, even older bones that had been devoured and then um, by by smaller things and then those smaller things had died. Those are 
reforming. And it's amazing because because the snow is being taken from the water, the water is clearer now. And for the first time in a very, very long time, we can see light. Like, I, I feel like up to this point, it has been very atmospheric, very foggy. And now, as the diver reclaims its shape, we can see the full size of it for the first time very clearly. And it's fucking huge. Sasha. Uh-huh. A single fiery feather poisons the supply and turns the sea to glass. Does it now? It does now. Tell Um, me about it. I mean, it's the whole idea of, oh shit, this got taken way too far. Mm -hmm. This got out of control and she did not intend this. Vindication did not know what. Vindication was trying to make it seem like she knew what she was doing, but she did not. Mm -hmm. And now she is going to hurt people and now the sea is going to become glass and i i think if we're really going to go for cataclysm i think control lapses and i think the pilot is no longer being manipulated and the pilot will do what it will like the giant asshole cat that it is (laughs) okay i think what osadax does is um (laughs) from the inside of the ship i think also our view from in here of the crew sort of manifesting um, Which is such a good image. And the crew are so much bigger than we are. I think that um, Osidax recognizes that the same way that um, that Vindication has, that this is fully, completely out of control and could never have been in control. That it was it was folly to expect this to be like a pet that they could have. But what Osidax is going to do instead of like trying to wrangle them is... Osidex is going to try to direct them, and the way that uh, that it does this is by taking something shiny and focused and running ahead with it. Like, <laughs> like you might lead a cat out of a room with a feather, you know? <laughs> trying to keep its interest on... It's like a little laser pointer. Exactly. Trying to keep its interest and in, and in trying to f- to focus it that way, like maybe this way we can direct it to the town hall. And yeah, the stuff that has already been destroyed is is a lost cause, and maybe the path to it is going to be as well. But what is the point in causing all this destruction if we don't do what we came here to do? Do you know how that concludes, or should we draw? We should draw for it. I feel like changeling, an odd blessing, a mystery and questions, a strange pallbearer, or a stranger behind a familiar face. Unpredictable and uncontrollable. Oofa doofa. Yeah. <laughs> well, I know what I would like, but what are your what are you feeling on this? I because it tr- could truly go either way. I kind of want to defer to you on this only because I. Okay. I think I think what really what yeah. is sort of realistic is the unpredictable and uncontrollable, but also I don't like that. So... Yeah, I think it's it's uninteresting. Like. Yeah. Sometimes what's the most realistic is also the most boring option in this scenario. So I think an odd blessing, a mystery unquestioned, and certainly a strange pallbearer, um, where, like, it listens. The pilot takes the bait and chases, and um, Osidax is able to lead it up out of the town and then target the town hall specifically. And as it's crumpled, is able to lead the diver up again more into the well i mean in in so much as a, as, a, as a sea has a sky into the sky into the space of water that doesn't have people in it i really like that 
I was just wondering if this ended the scene or if we want to, because it feels like a sort of natural end, but... Yeah, I kind of want to, to use another another event to explore the fallout of it and sort of what happens after. So yeah, this feels like, yeah. like a good place to stop. I'm going to take Trickster. That I feel good about that. Well, not necessarily super good, but I feel like I have that expression of power and have proven that... I mean, I fucking raised a dead fucking ship, so I feel, I feel pretty yeah. good about that. I think I'm going to take Echo. I think the desire unrequited is sort of, I think Vindication wants to be able to have more control than she does. And I think she also wants, it's it's hard to explain. I'm very sorry. Um, okay. I'm having a hard time sort of verbalizing it. Is, is it possible to take something and then draw for why? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I like drawing for things. It's good. I, I really like, I like the interpretation stuff. Ooh, yeah, <sighs> yeah. Fuck. Fortune, abundant harvest, a missed opportunity, a hesitation, or rotten luck, a persistent rumor, a nagging instinct. I mean, do you have something on this? I mean, like the abundant harvest, right? I don't think that vindication expected this level of success in her spell. Yeah. Um, and I think the the missed opportunity and the hesitation comes from that being overwhelmed. And not quite putting into place the things that, that she needed to in order to control it better. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. That was what I was, like, going to say with my mouth, but <laughs> it just didn't happen. Listen, sometimes you need the card to say it. And I, yeah, yeah that's that's true. Um, so yeah. Flip that, stick it in the deck. Um, nice. Okay. What haven't we seen the last of? I want to say we haven't seen the last of a windfall, but I don't think that's right. Well, Only because I feel like that's being a little too nice to us. No, I kind of feel that, right? Like, the secret uncovered especially, and that fortune lost hmm. also. In, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Being, like, literally what we find when the ash is clear, you know? Yeah, definitely. Actually, that's really good. So, yeah. There are, these these two are retired, and we go... What? What happens next? So remaining, we have an invitation, a wager, and a trial, a duel. We're down to two. We're down to two. And a trial, a duel has the merchant, the world's desire yeah. on it. I mean, I feel like that's what we've got to go with if we're interpreting. I mean, but also not necessarily. I I don't know. Well, hmm. Hmm. I think a wager might be interesting mm -hmm. because it's, I don't know. I really can't. I don't know what to do here. Well, I like, oh, I like, okay, I'm going to talk through these as, as I'm sort of seeing them. So a wager would be, did this work, right? Did we destroy the central brain of the hive mind um, and are the figures freed from that control or, or at least untethered from that control? Or was this a mistake? Or were they freed, but are they now, you know, is that not necessarily a positive? Yeah. Um, an invitation could be, I feel like an invitation would be something even larger. I feel like, I, I feel like an invitation would be talking to the diver. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I think that a trial would be maybe a little bit further on, sort of seeing the ramifications of what happened to this town. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's sort of what I was thinking is I feel like a trial. Yeah. A trial would come once we've returned. Yeah. 
and a duel would be even even if if we destroy the hive mind, the guards are still going to try and defend their home. Yeah. I mean, it's not much. It's not a particularly fair fight, but it is still a fight if we want to have that. I think I'm more interested in an invitational wager. Okay. As of right now, but I'm still not quite sure what form it would take. Well, let's let's flip the cards and find out. The lovers and fiddler's rosin. Fascinating. So, Fiddler's Rosin, an artist's tool to sweeten and empower clarity and strength through friction. Or, making do for want of a horseshoe nail, aid promised but never awarded. And the Lovers, twin stars in orbit, inseparable partners a whole greater than the sum of its parts. Or, a snakehead eating the head on the opposite side. <sighs> I mean, I like the idea of aid promised but never awarded. Mm-hmm. Is a thing. I have an idea for it. Yeah. Which is the lover's upright and then the fiddler's rosin crossing. Okay. Um, I think that this is an invitation specifically to you. Hmm. I think that the crew of the diver, the pilot especially, understands like who brought them back and like is is fully aware of of what you've done. Do you think they're aware of what we no longer have for them being back in the form of the snow? Oh, I don't know if that's clear to them. Um, hmm. Maybe we can draw for that. But the thing that I want to say here is that they want you to stay. They are gonna, they're going to head out. They've done the thing that they want to do here, and they're just going to go see what else can be done. Um, because it's very exciting to be alive again. And they want to go, you know, uh, hit up their old haunts and, and see what else is out here and what, what has changed. An artist's tool to sweeten and empower clarity and strength through friction and um, a whole greater than the sum of its parts. Um they recognize your involvement and your power in this, and it's a, there's a little bit of trepidation of, like, what happens when she leaves. Like, do we all, like, disintegrate again? Or, like... But they, they know for sure that incredible, incredible things could ha happen with you as a member of the crew. Hmm. They're inviting Vindication to come along with them? Yes. Shit. Fuck. Um, Leave the town. Leave the civilization. Go be a pirate on a fucking massive ship. You know? Hmm. Can I... Yeah, can I think for a second? Yeah. Because I kind of... Oh, I know. I know what I want. Okay. Um, I want to play the unicorn. Ooh. Beautiful and terrible, horn dripping with poacher's blood. Or rare and wondrous, skittish frame stilled with a calm touch. And I think I'm definitely going with the horn dripping with poacher's blood kind of vibe. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, I think Vindication is taking the opportunity. I think she knows that if she leaves, she will... She had enough good students who could carry on the tradition for her, even if by starlight and not the snow. Mm -hmm. And now that we can see the stars themselves... The tradition will be that much easier to carry on. I think she knows that if she goes with them, she will be allowed to be a person and not a teacher. Mm -hmm. She will be allowed to be, if not necessarily vindictive, then she will be allowed her personhood. Mm -hmm. uh, so I think that's what I'm going for. Yeah. Take that big, beautiful desire card. Yay! <laughs> I think that... <gasps> Wait, sorry. Huh? Can I actually do one more thing? You played a card, right? Yes. Um, you can only play one card per turn. Shit, okay. 
That can just be an interaction I have then. What are you thinking? Because, you know, Vindication taught kids how to navigate and read the snow, but you know how to read the stars. Mm. And I think I want to communicate that. I want to communicate that she doesn't necessarily expect you to become a teacher, but there's a position ready to be filled if you want it, essentially, is the vibe. God. See, I'm torn here, and I think maybe I will play a card to show that, but I'm torn because this is something I want very badly. But I have people in this town, and I need to make sure they're okay. And I'm playing Survivor, Scar-Crossed and Body and Mind, Wounded and Raw-Hearted, and I think what I'm doing is I'm saying yes, but not yet. Can you stay for a little bit and just, until we've sorted out what's happened, until we've gotten this place into a place where it's okay, can you stay? I think I can negotiate something along those lines. And I think she stays for maybe maybe not as long as you'd like, but long enough. Does she convince the diver to stay as well? I mean, I think part of what happens in her staying is that she works with like students past and present to figure out a way to extend the breadth of this spell mm-hmm. so that they can't necessarily go anywhere they will, but they can they can do some exploring in the meantime. Mm. Mm-hmm. That feels that feels right, you know. That feels like the end of the scene. Yeah, and I would love to kind of take the the trial the duel as and maybe keep that sort of abstract for what what we do in the, the next month or so. Yeah, this this is cool. I like this a lot. I'm checking in to say that this is cool. And I like it a lot. <laughs> yeah, I'm having a really good time with this. I'm glad we did this. We should choose takeaway cards. Yes, we should. Can I say mine? Yeah, 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 go for it. I definitely want to take away the lovers. Yeah, that makes full sense, yep. You know, I'm I'm finding a place. I mean, it's a little cheap to take your own card back, but I think I'm going to take Survivor back. It makes so much sense with the character that I think it, yeah. it works. Yeah, and then what haven't we seen the last of? Hmm. I'm inclined to say Unicorn. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And we'll go to the last event, which has the desire of the world on it, which is this sort of <laughs> trying Wraps to find... everything up very neatly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The merchant, uh, a fair trade, a need filled, a broker of favors. We'll flip these two. Yeah. Fuck. Uh-huh. Yep, those are cards we pulled. Those are the cards that are on this one, which is the trial. Which are hearth, a crackling fire, a hot meal, a roof overhead, a comfortable silence. Or closing doors, turning a blind eye, keeping your head down, weathering the storm. And famine, blighted soil, fallow fields, poisoned rivers, or an off-season, a reliance on reserves. I mean, we we said earlier that getting to this in and out of this place, there's a very small window to do so. Yeah. So it, it, it makes sense to sort of close the story on that season ending. Yeah. So close on an off-season. But also, I think the way I, I like it being arranged is uh, only because I think there is a certain sort of comfort in returning to old homes. Mm-hmm. Um, things might be difficult and it might not be perfect to start with or even necessarily good to start with. It's a return to what people know and it's a return to the familiar. Mm-hmm. And I think it's a return to those that people had presumed lost, like when the hive mind got disrupted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People got their friends and family back. Yeah, so I think despite it being an off-season and, you know, it not being great, I like the idea of a comfortable silence. Yeah. We should keep in mind our Atropos cards. 
Mine, again, is a raised glass. An, a new bond forged in remembrance of those who have been lost. I have a question for you, and maybe this is maybe this is Oxidax asking um, specifically, but is it possible to do the same thing with the snow that you did with the diver to the people that we lost in the cataclysm? Can you bring those people back? I don't think she knows. She thinks she might be able to, but at what cost? I'm, I'm playing a uh, fool, wide-eyed and open-hearted, unfettered by cynicism or context to ask about. Hmm. Yeah, I just, like, I think she, I think she wants to. I think she wants to bring these people back, but she also does not, doesn't trust herself to do it properly, I think. Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, look at what happened last time. And I, I think I'm going to play Tender of Blooms. Hmm. To go with every fool, there is a teacher, and... <laughs> Sometimes, you know, sometimes you've just got to temper the expectations of your former students. And I think it's just the whole idea of, like, maybe someday, maybe when we return, or maybe maybe sooner rather than later, they'll be brought back. But it is not something I can risk as of yet. But I think it's... I'm going to play my Atropos, which is a raised glass, and I think I'm going to play it sort of sideways. Um, because I think that this is finding... Oh, fucking, we didn't write down their actual name. What was it? What was it? Bristle Arms. It was the word Polycate. Oh, yeah. Finding Polycate once victorious. And <sighs> taking them back to the pirate bar and, like, having a drink. And I don't think it's a comfortable conversation, but it's a much-needed one. A drink shared with an old friend and in remembrance of those who have been lost. I think this is the last thing that Osidax does in this town before it leaves with the diver. Does the diver stay here, or as the thing closes, do we see do we see it leave? I mean, I was leaving with the diver. Okay, cool. Like, Vindication was going to leave with the diver, and I think part of it is that I had it envisioned as a kind of a big fuck you to the garbage leadership um, <laughs> of this town, is that... She extends the offer of welcome. She extends the offer to whoever wants to travel that they can come and not be imposed upon as they were here. Yeah. And I think this is less a Roman candle in the shock and awe sense and more in the small undermining, a mask slipping to reveal fangs kind of way. Just a way of undermining power and almost a kinder version of the Roman candle, um, I guess. I don't know how to phrase it, but I think that's what we get. So the world's Atropos was cursed sword, a voracious blade, double-edged, glittering red with an unquenchable thirst, uh, or brittle steel, rusting armor, old marching orders for a new war. Did that come true? Hmm. I think in the fact that we resurrected an old yeah. ship, that yeah, kind of. Yeah, kind of, but also not in the way that we thought it would. Yeah. I mean, none of this turned out like we thought it would. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be real. Uh, but the old marching orders for a new war is very much sort of what we're looking at here. Yeah. That's Spindle Wheel. Yeah. This is a really good game. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. Um, this is really fun. I'm so glad. I'm so glad. Yeah, I had a really good time with this. Thank you for inviting me to play and all that. 
yeah thank you thank you for coming on if if you're interested in this game you can find it at tinyurl.com slash spindlewheel dash open beta uh you can print and play it for free um you can have access to it on rule 20 um i only just have like a room that you can use basically at this point because i'm not sure how i'm not sure how tabletop publishing works but um you can do that if that interests you you can find me on Twitter at Sasha underscore Renell. You can follow all my game dev, dev stuff, including this, at T Cabbage. And you can you can catch me piloting an, an Eldric mech in, in Beam Saber the Cenotaph every every Tuesday. Um or most Tuesdays anyway, at um at you don't meet in an, at an inn on Twitch. I am and have been Ray. Uh you can find me on Twitter at Ray Ray the Gay Gay. I don't do much, but I recently put up a link to the game I built for the record collection 2K19 game jam, uh, based on Hosier's body of work, which is about fake creatures and love and all that good shit. Um, <laughs> I gotta tell you, I was I was listening to some some Hosier recently, and I couldn't not think about the game when I was listening. I was like, wow, <laughs> this is cool. Yeah, I'm I'm really glad I picked uh, his stuff for it. I'm very happy with how it turned out. It was actually the first game I've ever completed, so. Nice. Well done. Uh, thank you for my life. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you can find me uh, both there and being a disaster acrobat gay alongside Sasha and others on the Cenotaph uh, almost every Tuesday, which Sasha also already plugged. So. <laughs> <laughs> All good. Yeah. Um, thanks for coming on.